fifth story of polonia seven stories from contemporary japanese writers translated by torao taketomo this librivox recording is in the public domain recording by abai in october two thousand fourteen ukiyoe by nagai kafu the following sketches were written on seeing a collection of famous prints which were exhibited at the imperial museum during the month of april in the forty-fourth year of meiji nineteen eleven the woman of utamaro what a languid sweetness what a dreamy pensiveness the woman of utamaro almost swooning tortured benumbed by that fullness of pleasure which stirs all the sensibilities of a body called woman oh the woman of utamaro your body is only of soft soft skin of smooth smooth flesh is your soul melted and your bone lost when you are sitting you twist your body and bend your neck you are always leaning against a pillar a railing or a chamber window sitting with upraised knee to attract attention to the roundness of the thigh bigger than the waist and exposing with such indifference the fair whiteness of the calf when you are standing you are wonderfully tall the long sleeves the trailing skirts though the dress you wear is sometimes a thin transparent gauze through which your arms your bosom and even the crimson crepe on your waist are seen still you hardly seem able to support its weight and i fear lest you fall though your hair is always dressed so faultlessly that there is not a single stray lock you never try to adjust your loosened sash are not the folds of your undergarments open and your dress almost slipping down from your shoulders what are you looking at when you stretch your long neck as you lift up your face is it the landscape the ferry-boat on the sumida river or do you hear the bustling sounds of ryogoku nay nay your small slender eyes must be following after the shadows of a dream that will never come to an end no wonder that you cover your mouth with one of your sleeves whenever you have to speak as if to say i cannot speak so shameful a thing no wonder that you hesitate touching the long hairpin with your slender fingers you seem to avoid the sunshine because it is too bright and the blue color of the sky because it is too deep oh the goddess of pleasure of the land of shamisen for whom even the blowing wind seems to soften when he observes your too delicate figure standing in the twilight of fear and shame and secrecy the passive woman of utamaro is lamenting the once tempting pleasure the lingering dream the flower viewing the shade of a huge cherry tree blooming in the fullest flower an afternoon of a beautiful spring day a sudden gale of wind scatters the snow of the falling flowers without reserve or compunction alas alas it is as though we behold all the sorrows of the world before our eyes lifting her long sleeves of furisode a little princess of about fourteen or fifteen years is turning her face aslant with her black hair that seems overweighted with ornaments 
from right and left the court ladies in maruwage in their bloom of middle age are covering the princess surprised by the wind with their sleeves of uchikake as a fence shaking off the snow of the falling flowers to-day will be the last of the flower viewing for this year leaving the poem in lamentation of the spring now let us go a pretty attendant maid of about seventeen or eighteen years is trying to fasten on a branch of the cherry tree a tanzaku on which the poem of parting with spring is written by the princess but the cherry branch is higher than the height of a plump maiden at seventeen or eighteen how can she reach it though she stretch herself so one of the attendant maids is on a cask of the sweet wine on which is written dai kanai or great luck the other is on the shoulder of a beautiful lad who looks almost like a girl at last the maid on the cask seems able to fasten the tanzaku on the branch the wind of the falling flowers blows her skirts and sleeves like pennants squatting on the earth one of the attending maids is holding the rather small cask lest it fall but her heavy sleeves are being blown by the violent wind the maid on the cask seems about to lose her balance as her white legs are nearly peeping forth from the flowing linings of the fluttering skirts she catches in one hand the branch and in the other she holds her skirts bending her slender body and passing the toes of her feet firmly bent inward she struggles to jump down quickly from her dangerous position but see the more fortunate one is the attendant maid on the shoulder of the beautiful lad the attendant lad who has been raised up to be a toy of women in the innermost chamber of the palace where there is no one but women is holding the attendant maid's waist firmly in his two hands as high as his pliant shoulders his face is downcast aslant how lovely is his mouth tightened at the corners showing the full force of his exertion in his features more delicate than those of a woman the rapture of heart and the pulsation of the bosom of the lifted maid is shown in the entanglement of her sleeves and skirts and the long knotted thongs tossed by the wind in spite of her endeavour with both hands holding the tanzaku she does not seem able to fasten it on the branch oh the calm inner garden in the spring the blowing storm the scattering cherry blossoms the princess surprised by the wind the attendant maid on the cask the beautiful lad lifting up the maid ah the symphonia of the delightful curves and the faded colours all revealed by the print of toyokuni the first the dream of the pleasure of the days that are no more night the bedchamber of women making the narrow room appear narrower in the short night near to the dawn the bamboo painted on the sixfold screen outspread conceals the ando light which is as motionless as though it were tired the hanging common garments are flowing comfortably in the softness of a thing called silk in the stifling warmth of the closed chamber from the faded colour of the red silk stealthily rises the odour of the skin and the remnant of the perfumes from powdered necks 
pleasantly they evaporate and drift through the darkness of the chamber where there is no man without even adjusting the loosened night-dress the pliant half-bodies of two women slip out from the turned-back bedclothes of crimson crepe that look like pomegranates bursting by ripened maturity breathing flames come get up the cuckoo bird is cooing what a gloomy sound will you lift up the lampwick i feel i am still dreaming by the light of ando trimmed the sound of the bird of night which is not a dream has ceased and from the tokonoma the place for decoration the peony flowers in a bronze vase show their gorgeous petals almost terrifying in their bloom at the bedside is a picture of love in an uncovered book of romance left as it was the evening before when she was reading it already come the sounds of a drum from the shrine of seishoko nearby no matter how the night of may hurries to the dawn in comfortable sleep in bed where the mind loosens like a thong in the bed-chamber of women without men the day breaks not yet lo the ando the oil is gone end of the fifth story